good morning to you. Welcome into today's programme. It's International Women's Day and we have a full jam-packed programme including mu- music for you between now and 12 midday. If you want to get in contact with the programme, you can do so to 086 38 33 with thanks to Rationale Windows. You can also call us on 091-77-0077. Joining us in the first hour, Sally Ann Barrett, Lorraine Lally, Councillor Mary Hode and Councillor Eileen Mannion. We'll be joined by Cathy Conley and others from uh, Cope Galway and Galway Simon and much more between now and 10. Then for the rest of the uh, programme we'll be going looking at business we'll be going looking at communications we'll have music and we'll be giving an insight into other aspects stay tuned for that and more between now and 12 midday good morning to you it's Wednesday And a very good morning to you. Welcome into today's programme. We're going to go to Lorraine Lally first, who joins us um, because she is representing See Her Elected. And women from minority groups are to join the gender flip at Galway County Council today, which will see 32 women uh, in the council and seven men, because normally in that council, when there's a council meeting, there's seven women and 32 men. Uh, but Lorraine, I'm starting with you first off this morning. Good morning to you. Uh, good uh, morning, Keith. This is an important event, but an important day as well. It is a very, very important day. International Women's Day should be celebrated celebrated in every part of Galway City and County today. Uh, women are the change makers, women are the homemakers, they're the caretakers and very often um, they're doing more than one job at one time and this is why we in See Her Elected we want to support women to go forward. Women are natural leaders and they are destined to do great things within um, the political system. Uh, I've been involved with See Her Elected and I am also a student of what we call She School. So in April 2020, in the middle of the pandemic, a wonderful lady called Dr. Michelle Maher from Sierra Elected decided, well, we're going to get more women online now. We're going to do Zoom classes and we're going to educate and train them. An introduction to politics course was started and then also uh, a guide on how to uh, get elected. And I have one of the guidebooks here with me. And the focus of the training is very, very practical, Keith. It's really focused on communication skills on getting your campaign together, your strategy together. And we had the likes of um, Kathleen O'Mara, doing the communications training with us, a woman with decades of experience and wonderful yeah. tips and tricks for us. And so what have you learned so far and what, what would you bring to the table today? And what would you like to see coming out of today and the end of this programme? What I would like to see coming out of today is more women to think about actually going forward. The local elections are coming up, Keith, and we're thinking, for example, you know, mark the nomination week on your calendar, on your phone, um, find out when a good time is to locate the returning officer in person, get a copy of the form the LE1 form and actually put yourself on the ballot women because it's not just for those educated business women. It's not just for people who own uh, local establishments in the city or county. Anybody can put their name up for the local elections. And the thing is, when you look at the figures, um, Keith, actually, it's very fascinating because some people aren't elected until the 8th or 9th um, polling, as you know yourself, or 8th or 9th I don't count, know, the count, count, that's yeah. it, the counts. So some people in Goy, for example, when I looked at the figures from the county, one person got their seat due to 36 votes. That's right. Which is, is shocking, really. And you're thinking, well, other people may be more qualified. And why are these people getting re-elected? Why can't we put more choice on the ballot? We want more choice. We want more representation. Galway is a very, very diverse city, Keith, as you know yourself. A lot of migrants, a lot of people with disabilities. We want to see more diversity on that ballot. It is not good enough as it is now. We need more diversity. Stay with me if you don't mind. I want to go to Councillor Eileen Mannion. Eileen, you're going to take us through this morning um, what's involved in today's uh, meeting then. Yes, good morning, Keith, and good morning, listeners. We're very excited uh, in Goy County Council this morning to be having this very uh, unusual event, flipping the chamber. And this idea came um, 
this idea behind today is reversal of the existing gender makeup for the councillors. It was an initiative instigated by the Women's Caucus to draw attention to the imbalance in the composition of rural councils and raise awareness of um, the role and work of women in local government. Now today, as I said, we're flipping the council. So at the moment, there's 32 males and seven females in Goy County Council, make up the 39 in the chamber. So today there'll be seven males. I'm looking forward to welcoming our seven male councillors to the chamber mm. and 32 females from a broad range of groups across the, the county. Uh, the, the Public Participation Network, the invitation went out through that forum to invite people to... Uh, engage and participate. We wanted a diverse uh, chamber today. So it'll be very exciting to see, to look down and see, you know, 32 females in the seats and seven uh, maids. And it's highlighting the imbalance in our chamber and the imbalance in local government. And as the previous speaker said, like women have so much to offer and so much to give and, and women can multitask. And, you know, women um, have the ability, it's like women across the board in health, with the CMO is a woman um in, in judiciary, in medicine, women do play great roles, and I don't. I don't know why people don't put them forward for um, themselves forward for election. But um, you know, there is. I think the uh, women's caucus has done great work. It was set up in twenty twenty one. My colleague here, Councillor Mary Hood, was was an instigator of that, um, and has driven that very much, and that has given people, uh, women in the county, a, a voice. I suppose to you know to to I suppose run ideas by to give support and to have a women's just a focus women's group like in business we have women's networks across the county so it's really important that we have that and I suppose when I went into politics uh, uh, several years ago now we didn't have anything like that Um, but I I was lucky that I came from a tradition of the Mangan family being in politics so it was easy for me to I suppose to get a leg in as it were uh, to go for election but for a lot of women in all walks of life that haven't considered going into politics, it's look. It, it is a very positive role for you. It's you know bringing something to your local community, and everybody has a voice and everybody has something to say. So I think it's really important that more women come on board. I hope today highlights the imbalance in our chamber and that we want to welcome women and we need more women to participate. I said to you before we came on air today, um, I'd say that the atmosphere within the chamber will be totally different to when you have got thirty-two men and seven women. Oh, absolutely. I think it'll be nice it's to see what the dynamic of that is going to be. <laughs> well, I don't think we'll ever see. I think it'll be more controlled. Uh, well, we, we, we'll see. I'll be chairing it today. Our Cahir Luck, uh, Councillor Mogi Mar, will be uh, welcoming the meeting, opening the meeting, and then he'll be handing it over to myself as last Cahir Luck because I'm the female. So I uh, thank you, the Cahir Luck, for that and for the males participating. Like, we have to bring the men along with us. We can't, you know, we can't Isolate separate them, the males yeah. to the female. We all need to work together and we do that very successfully. But I don't think Keith would ever see where we'll have 32 females and seven males in, in the chamber, which is something we need to aspire to and to get the numbers up is really important. And, you know, women bring a different um, perspective to issues and it's important that, um, you know, that, that we have, as I said, more women involved to highlight special female issues and women's issues mm. across the county. Stay with us, if you don't mind. Can I just bring the microphone over there to Mary Hoden? I'll come back to you, Eileen, in a few moments' time. Um, Mary, can I just get you into that microphone there, if you don't mind? Um, again, you're a long time in politics, uh, so you are, and you are president of the AILG as well for quite a while. How did this come about? How is this accepted right across the country? 
Well, good morning, Keith, and good morning, listeners. And like the previous speakers, I'd like to wish a very happy International Women's Day to all the ladies out there. I'm just supposed to give a bit of background to Keith. Going back again to the pandemic, as, as Lorraine had said, in 2001, I held a National Women's Network event to mark International Women's Day. And uh, that was held online. And out of that, uh, I, as president, the first female president of the AILG, which is a national representative body for councillors across Ireland, one of the priorities was to support and retain more women in politics and to encourage better gender diversity in our local government system. And out of that, we set up the whole idea of caucuses, setting up a caucus where women could come together in local authorities. Following on from, from that day in March to 2021, we partnered with See Her Elected, which Lorraine has talked about there, and we set up regional caucuses. Yeah. Those regional caucuses are to try and support women to come together in a number of local authorities. We have the Midlands, Northern, Western Regional, uh, regional Caucus, and what that does is we come together in those nine, 13 counties to try and support each other, and out of that came the the idea for today that we were going to mark International Women's Day and that we were going to flip the chamber. So it's not just in our local authority that this is happening today, it's happening in the other 13 local authorities as well and we're working to try and encourage more women to become involved, to encourage more people to uh, support I suppose women to become involved as the previous speaker said, sometimes you find women are very slow to, to put their names forward but I think before this, one of the things that the AILG and one of the things I wanted during my presidency there were two uh, targets that that I set. One was to try and achieve a situation whereby women would be able to get maternity leave and thankfully that's in place now. We have two councillors now. The Cahirlock of Leash County Council is currently taking the, the administrative support and we have a councillor in Dublin City Council who is has arranged a substitute so that she could take her maternity leave. Sometimes for women there has to be other there has to be other initiatives and things like you know more family, family friendly times for meetings. We, what we have done is we've set up polls. We've asked people, women to confirm what's the best time for meetings we've also introduced the hybrid option so I think by supporting yeah. all of those options and encouraging women we certainly will flip the chamber and I would encourage any young woman out there or any woman out there do do take the opportunity to put your name on a ballot paper. You can make a difference. You will make a difference. And there is support out there. We've only 25% female councillors across the country, Keith. And the numbers are a lot less in rural local authorities, in councils than they are in the urban areas. It's kind of sad uh, that um, you had to fight for the maternity leave. And I mean, Helen McEntee was the first minister that uh, thought, and and she got it through. But in a male-dominated politics and male-dominated cabinet as well, it's, it's sad in 2022-23 that you have to fight for those rights. It really is. Very sad, Keith, but can I say, when I had my own child back in 2003, uh, I ended up going back to work two weeks afterwards because that time you had to be present. Yeah. You had to go into the chamber for voting. So we have come a long way and I think it's important... We have a long way to go. And we have a long way to go. Yeah. I would acknowledge that, but it's important, I think, if we're going to ask women to get into okay. to politics, we need to support them. Now, to fill the chamber then, other people have been invited in um, to, to make up the 32 females and uh, the seven men that will be there around Sally Ann Barrett. Uh, you were invited in by um, Councillor Shirley Hertridge Quinn because she's, she's handling this uh, today and you're representing broadcasting. Absolutely. So can I so, call you councillor now today? Absolutely, it's yeah. It's the first time you've sat in a councillor seat. I tell you, it's ironic. It's the first time I've sat in a council seat where I haven't been taking note of the issues that are being discussed. I've been covering county councils back since 2005, probably. Um, and I suppose it was interesting when I started thinking about it because it struck me because from the moment I started covering county councils as a journalist, I was always struck visually by the sight of it was predominantly middle-aged yeah. men. 
um, and a lot of areas and that really hasn't men, changed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We hear the figures, you know, 25%. This event took place yesterday in County Leitrim. It took place in Longford. I've covered county councils there where it was the same situation. Um, the flip the council is happening in a number of areas today, including Galway. Um, but, you know, Mary mentioned um, the issue of maternity leave and, you know, the, the fact that that only came in recently. I mean, that that's shocking to me, but I even found... Um, as somebody who was working in the private sector, the issue of maternity leave is a big issue as well. And if we're talking about women being able to contribute equally to society, like it's something I always felt needed to be addressed. There isn't a compulsion on businesses to top up what the state gives you in terms of maternity leave. And I was awful surprised as well when I was on leave myself to find, you know, a lot of different sectors get the Christmas bonus where you get a double payment. But I had been someone who had been working since I emerged from college, but I didn't qualify to get the Christmas um, payment because I was on maternity leave. That only applied for other social welfare payments. That's further discrimination though. Yeah, it is. Because you worked. Absolutely. But you also see women bear a lot of the burden when it comes to caring, for instance, in our society, in different modes. It could be a child with additional needs. It could be a parent. It could be a relative. Um, And I've done stories with people and one very recently, even in, in my current position, where I spoke to a lady who is looking after a child, cannot return to work, but she'll only get half-rate carers because her husband is earning. But is she any less of a carer? She's not. No, She's still a 24-hour But you see, no matter who, but who, I mean, you and I spoke about this before, but somebody else who went for assessment to get some extra caring hours was 0.1% outside yeah. the limit. Yeah. And so I think they we lost. just need to shift our focus. I think days like today are really important, as in they look at getting women into politics. You know, we have to, to shift our focus to see today the theme is equity. So mm. equality is giving everybody the same thing. But now we're trying to look at equity. We need to give people the things that they need to make it to a level playing field. And briefly on this one, but I mean, you covered them for so long and you're going to sit in a seat today and belong to a male councillor. Um, can you understand why females don't go into politics because of what's been outlined already here? Yeah, I think um, looking at it from my perspective, there's a number of issues. And, and you know, it's not always a conversation people want to have, but the pay for county councillors, it's described as a part-time job. It's anything but. I think yeah. we all know that. I mean, we know it from a media perspective that they're constantly on call. Um, and they're the first line of opportunity for people to engage with their local political yeah. representatives. So, I mean, that's something that would certainly have to be addressed. Would you ever go into politics? I don't know. I don't think so. I think I prefer being able to kind of watch how things develop. I mean, there's a lot of things that I'd have ideas on that I would like to see change. Like, for instance, you know, women getting involved in county councils. I've been a parent of young kids where you go into a town and it's even trying to navigate with a buggy going up onto a footpath. You know, um, if you're on crutches, stuff like that, that women have maybe a, a different perspective on and are more aware of They're and being able astute, to bring that yeah. forward. Yeah. more astute. Yeah, Eileen, can I go back to you and I want to get back over to Lorraine as well in a moment. Um, has it been difficult for you based in Clifton and being a female uh, councillor? Well, being a female councillor, I've never felt um, there has been a hindrance to me being a female councillor. I felt it's, it was a positive. I felt people uh, embrace me, uh, engage with me. I suppose, as I say, coming from a tradition of males, um, when I decided to run for election first, I was concerned that they said, well, there's been a tradition of men there, you know, they, they have their own kind of culture. And that I'm doesn't coming, mean you shouldn't do it. No, no, and I come along, and I have to say, cause, so I had to go, like in a party, you have to go to your delegates to, yeah, yeah, to yeah. look for support. They embraced me, they were so supportive, and, and you know, uh, so those, so any woman out there who is concerned, you will be embraced, you will be supported. Coming from Clifton, it's the distance, and that's why I think you know if you're city councillor, 
Um, and then they probably have the other challenges that I don't know about. As a city councillor, you don't have the distance to travel. So I think, you know, if you come from Clifton or come from Port Tumner or come from Banisloe, the long distances. Uh, you know, when I started off, our meetings start at 3.30 in the afternoon. And um, sometimes I was going back to Clifton, uh, getting back to Clifton at midnight. And I'd see Councillor Welby or Councillor Walsh pulling in ahead of me in Uchterard. And I was heading that, that long, lonely journey from Uchterard to Clifton in the dark yeah. of winter nights. But uh, that has changed, Keith, because our meetings are now earlier. There's now the option. We have now a hybrid. We just started that at our monthly meetings in February, um, the meetings are earlier, and I think you know the maternity leave that, that Mary talked about there uh, is absolutely fabulous, and uh, you know long overdue, but it's here now. Yeah. And I think Helen McEntee, being a senior minister for justice in government, was so brave to she was. To, to look six months off, and, and for the, the government to embrace her and support that has to be commended as well for the first time ever. But she had to fight for it. She had to fight for it. And uh, fight hard. Yeah, uh, and you know fair play to her, and I commend her, and she she's now on her second term of maternity leave. Mm. But I think that that her bravery and I think it's shown to all the women that they can do it to be in a high profile role like she was the Minister for Justice and take time okay. out on maternity leave but in regards to from Clifton I love Clifton um, I wouldn't want to live anywhere else but in relation to people running for politics I think distance has been a concern in the past but I think that's less so now with the option of a hybrid meetings and there's more um, like like the training there from, from she see her elected over the COVID um, there's more meetings now online and the option is there so okay. I think for people that is should be another kind of positive and we do have a lot more to do in relation to supporting women in politics like uh, childcare facilities maybe in the council because um, so many women return or breastfeeding and they, they want that facility there so I think we still have a long way to go but today is a good day it's a day to celebrate women uh, today too you know I hope we have okay. great fun in the chamber today and uh, highlight the issues um, Lorraine can I just come back to you then if you don't mind on this um, where can they get in contact with you where can they get further details where can they if they're listening to us and they want to fill out that LE1 form what, what are you recommending to them I would recommend that they go to the website which is www.seeherelected.ie and you can also send an email to info at seeherelected.ie all one word um, at any time and uh, they'll get a response from Michelle or Mairead in, in See Her Elected and um, they're welcome to attend any of the She School um, training that we have for example this training this week or next week uh, at 8 o'clock on Monday evening 10 o'clock Tuesday morning and then they have earlier versions on Wednesday so there's four different times to suit all women so there's one for 7am on a Wednesday I think and then there's 8pm on Mondays so they're doing everything they can to facilitate women to attend the training and to come and to listen and to learn and to ask those questions okay. which you might think are a bit ridiculous but they're not, no, we, they're want not. To, we want to answer no, them they're not. Now Sarah Slevin from our newsroom is going down and she's doing a full package for FYI so she could be commenting on and uh, Councillor Sally Ann Barrett over there, if you open your <laughs> mouth today and say anything wrong. Um, and um, good luck with it, uh, Kyrlock, uh, today. And I, one thing that stands in my, in my mind is, I remember speaking to you one day and you had left Clear, or, um, Clifton and you were heading to Port Tumna. You'd have been, if, if you are in Galway City, you'd have been in Dublin quicker. Yeah, no, absolutely. And look at uh, that year, as Cahir, look, um, was a wonderful year, but very difficult uh, when you think of the mileage covered. And unfortunately, Goy County Council, we don't, we you always were cash strapped, we don't have the money. A city councillor have a, a car and a driver, and rightly so. County Council, unfortunately, we don't have that, and hopefully in the future. All right. Thank you both for joining us uh, today, and um, really hope, good to see you back on your feet again. Thank you for joining us. Eileen Mannion, Sally Ann Barrett, and Lorraine Laddy will be into us again, and we'll keep uh, plugging away, Lorraine, uh, on uh, See Her Elected. Quick commercial break, we're back just after these. A very good morning to you. It's a Wednesday morning, we're with you until 12 midday. Galway Tours, in association with Tesco. Find our award-winning Irish ranges in store and online at tesco.ie. 
A very good morning to you. Don't forget too, today we've given you a chance to win in association with the team from Aran Island Ferries. We're giving you a chance to win uh, each and every day this week. Now, Aran Island Ferries are 40 years in business uh, since 1983. I remember the day well. Uh, there are 90-minute cruise to Inishmore from Galway City. Week um, commences on the 7th of April and it's an exciting mini-break for locals and tourists as well there. Today, though, we ask you a very simple question. You get the answer. You send the uh, message or the WhatsApp to 86 38 33553 with thanks to Rationale Windows and um, you could win yourself a ticket for two from Rossaville to any of the islands again all the year round or a ferry for two from Gola City Docks uh, to Inishmore and back via the Cliffs of Moher cruise there valid from April uh, to September this year and again all prizes are subject to availability at the end of week though uh, we're going to have a special prize at the end of the week and uh, we're going to give you a chance to spend an overnight there with the wonderful team uh, on the Arden Islands and um, you can spend the, the night there have a, have a, in Ordena bed and breakfast which is a family run bed and breakfast uh, but the co- simple question today for Wednesday is on which of the Arden Islands will you find uh, the Plassey shipwreck? On which of the Arden Islands will you find the Plassey shipwreck? And if you think you know what you need to do is text us straight away to 086 uh, 38, 33, 55, uh, 3 from there. And also on the programme today, we're going to give you a chance to win some tickets to go along to All Shook Up in Castlebar uh, uh, this week as well. Now, I'm staying with um, the um, programme today and support for women who have experienced abuse in Galway. I'm joined by Cathy Connolly from the Galway Rape Crisis Centre. On the line, I'm joined by Julian McNamee, Head of Coke Galway uh, Domestic Abuse Services. And Catherine Emerson joins us from Galway Samaritans as well. And uh, thank you both for joining us in the studio. And thanks for joining us on the line as well this morning, uh, Gillian. Thank you indeed for joining us uh, today. Cathy, I'm going to go to you first off today. Morning to you. Thanks Morning, for Keith. And happy International Women's Day oh, as well. Thank you. Um, you're at the coalface, so you are a lot of the time. Well, yes, we are, I suppose, where we work with um, everybody, really, women, men and children. So it's a... Uh, it's ongoing. There's no, it never really, you know, there's never an ease up with it. I don't know, really. It's a, we're very busy at the moment. Oh, yeah. We are. We have an extensive waiting list of over 100 people waiting to for counselling. And oh, we're, what, we're what, very, what, we're, everybody's working, you know, that, flat that, out. That bothers me. That worries me. That upsets me. I can't think of any other words that are there. I know, but at the same time, there's a, I, I try to think of it in some kind of a positive way that people are coming forward now. And that's good because um, I think shows like this ever. help us, you know what I mean, for people to come to yeah. us for help. But it's you're busier than ever. We're always busy. We're always like, it's always that busy. It, it's It's been like that, um, not in the beginning of COVID, but as I said to you before, in, kind of from Since the middle COVID, of COVID on. Yeah. No, really, once, once COVID got embedded, people just, it got very busy from then on. So it's been like that for the last number of years. It's tough though, you know, you have some excellent staff down there and you debrief yeah. them and you mind them and you cajole them and you, I mean, their their mental health is important as well. Their mental health is very important, Keith. It, it is, is yeah. yeah. And their well-being and um, I think as well for them to be appreciated by us and the board that, you know, what the work they're doing is appreciated and is valued and they're valued and we, I, I hope we do that. It's, it's, it's the intention that we have, you know what I mean? No, you do, a, you do, you do. I want to go, stay with me as well. Um, I want to go indeed uh, to Catherine Emerson. Catherine, good to see you. How are you today? It's lovely to be here, Keith. Thanks, Thanks for joining for us uh, today. And again, you're at the coalface and you're all volunteers, but you're executive uh, director of Coal Samaritans, but you're all volunteers and you're at the coalface as well. Absolutely, Keith. Um, we are all volunteers and in Goy we offer a service through the night 
all day, every day. Now, not in Galway all the time. We, we, we do take breaks in Galway, but across the country, we have a free phone number and anyone can ring that, 116-123. Whatever you're going through, you can ring us and you can talk and we'll listen without judgment to whatever you're going through. We have men and women ring us, about half our callers that we can identify are women, um, the other half are men. Um, and they talk about what's what's going on in their lives, up to including you know, thoughts of suicide, uh, despair, desperation, and like that as well. Sometimes at times in the night, there's times that you can't get through to Samaritans. So we're always looking for more volunteers. There's that kind of low time for people, but I mean, you mentioned, Cathy, um you mentioned when COVID kind of was embedded and people had time to think, Mm. A lot of people had a lot of time that's to right. think, yeah. and they were on their own and solitude. Uh, and like that, I mean, that's where the Samaritans come in, Galway Crisis right. Centre come mm. in, Cold right. Galway, that's where they all come in from there. That's right. They all help each other, really. I mean, yeah. we're, I suppose we all deal with the same basic problem, but in, in, in different aspects of it, you know, mm. at different times. People will go to Samaritans, and then they might come to us eventually. The, the same people that are in the homeless um, area might same thing very very many of them have been sexually assaulted and abused but their initial worry is to get a roof over their head and to get food and to get somewhere for them and their family to live and then they think about maybe a while later that they need help for all the issues that went on in their situation so it kind of we're all kind of symbiotic together if you know what i mean it works well yeah but i mean both of you um have a confidential service, which is highly confidential. Highly confidential. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. But I'd like to give you an idea, um, Catherine, I rang Cathy yesterday because oh, just yeah. to tie down today and she rang me yesterday. During the programme she rang me <laughs> and I rang her to see if was everything okay and we were, but Cathy couldn't answer the phone because the service user had come looking for assistance and you had to jump in with your colleagues and deal mm-hmm. with it straight away. That must happen very often. It does. It does, yeah. It ha- sure that it happens all the time, really. You know, I mean, it's just part of the work. You just um, um, adjust and adapt and do whatever comes up. You or your colleagues, whoever opens that door, mm. you don't know what's happening behind that door. No, never. Like but when they pick up the yeah. phone, they don't know what's behind that phone. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. It's the same in the Samaritans, yeah. 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 Just stay with me, if you don't mind. I want to go to Gillian McNamee, who joins you on the line. Gillian, good morning to you. Gillian, can you hear me okay there? Sorry, uh, yes, can you hear me? I can indeed. You unmuted, Sorry. thank God, your phone. I thought it was on my side. I was going to give out to myself, so I was. Um, you're <laughs> at the same. I mean, you're at the cold face, so you are there, um, Gillian, all of the time. Yes, and just um, good morning, Catherine and Cathy. Uh, um, just as you were talking there about Cathy and responding to when people come to the door, I mean, the same goes with the domestic abuse services and with our homeless services. Um, we're all, I think responsive services um, and I think it also can't be lost that we're all charities um, providing services that really should be at the forefront of government um, and funded that way but we are we are supporting women and children um, and the great thing I suppose being inter- International Women's Day as well by supporting even the, the young girls that are coming through our services to let them see that there's a different way um, and beautifully, that is the name of our, our service is Moella, me, meaning another way um, and being able to show women and children that it, there, it is about equality and equity and how services need to be able to respond to their needs 
it's not that they need to be able to fit into our services. So like the two ladies were saying there that when they come looking for help, that our services are there to meet that help, whatever time, day or night, or what that looks like, whether that's a drop-in or a phone call, that we're there to, to meet their needs. And from a funding point of view, um, the three of you, Gillian, do you get any government money? I, I, no, excluding Galway City Council money. Do you get any central government money? Um, so for the domestic abuse services, um, we would be funded through TUSLA. Okay. And we get we get a bit from the Department of Justice for our court of compliment services. And then out of that is all fundraising, grants, donations, um, very kindly funded through different um, donors, different trusts. But we are always advocating for more more funding, but also any funding that we get wouldn't be aligned with what you would get in, if you were to work in TUSLA. So although we're yeah. TUSLA funded, we don't get the same rate of pay as our colleagues working across. And um, Catherine, do you get uh, public funding at all or is it all fundraising? We get some money from the HSE for particular projects. We're um, opening a service in Council Bar and uh, the HSE have supported us quite generously in, in that project. Yeah. But um, apart from that, our service is run by volunteers and through donations. Um, the main support we get for running our service is from the telephone companies. Uh, we offer a free, free phone number and that number is provided us for free by the, by the telephone companies. Telephone operators. Um, and Cathy, do, do you get any um, government, central government funding? We do. So we're, we're a little bit more complicated. Um, we're funded and commissioned to do the service by TUSLA. And every okay. year it's a kind of a, an ongoing struggle to get more money because the service is growing. Service level agreements have to be negotiated. Yeah, several, every year. yeah every single year. So at the moment now we're, we've, we've done quite well. We, our funding has been increased for this year, but we're still sh- shy a significant amount of money to keep the service going. But we have, I am very grateful to TUSLA for the, the difference they've made. Plus, we have a whole pile of volunteers as well who volunteer to accompany clients who have been recently um, sexually assaulted or raped to the statue sexual assault yeah. treatment unit. So we train those volunteers. And at the moment, we've got 35 of them. But there's 32 staff, so, so they have to be paid, you know. So. Isn't that so sad, though, that you have 35 people on standby yeah. to go to sexual and assault treatment unit? unit. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and they're 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 brilliant, really, and um, they agree to go on a on a rota for three days at a time, you know, during mm. the month, and uh, so at any that's twenty four hour service. So, regardless of the time, they could get a call. They, They'll be there for somebody, you know. Yeah, and do you all work well together then? Do Gillian, Cathy and Catherine, do you fairly well work together? Well, I think we do. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think we do, yeah. Um, we know we're not um, able to do everything. I think that's one of the biggest things to realise that our limit, our, our service is counselling service. Yeah. Um, so we're not open after, well, we, we do do Saturdays. We're open Saturdays. We're open late um, Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday night to accommodate people after work. Yeah. But we're not a 24-hour service. No. It's but a different you, kind of a... Yeah, but I mean, Samaritans are, and um, Gillian, you're a 24-hour service. We are indeed, yeah. Um, we can get people calling in, dropping in or doing admissions um, any time of the day or night. People often arrive at the gate um, and we have staff, all staff, trained staff are there to, to meet the women and the children as, as they come. It really is amazing the work that the three of you do. And thank you both for joining us. Gillian, thank you for joining us. And and uh, Gillian and our colleagues and Carl and others are regulars on the programme, as is Cathy and as is uh, Catherine's colleagues as well. So any time that we can help uh, pop into us. Uh, thank just to th- Thanks, um, thank Gillian, for joining us uh, today. Uh, just the numbers, um, Cathy. If somebody wants to donate, 
they can do so through the Galway Rail Crisis Centre. They can do so. Maybe we might put it up on the website on yeah. your website later because um, they can donate. We've we've just got um, some support from the um, the Galway United Senior Women's Football Team. They're going to be our new ambassadors. Okay. So they're organising a campaign. But our free phone number is 1800 355 355. And people can ring that anytime. And if they ring out of hours, someone so will get always back get back. Yeah. And the number again, um, Catherine, for the Samaritans is 116123. 116123. It's a free number and it won't show up on your phone bill. So if you share a phone, nobody will know you rang us. Good. Thank you both for joining us and thank you, Gillian, for joining us online as well. It's International Women's Day. We're sticking with us right through until uh, 12 midday today. And again, if you want to win that um, that uh, voucher indeed to go to the Iron Islands, all you have to do is tell us the answer to the following question. On which of the Iron Islands will you find the Plassey shipwreck? Team, being quite honest, I don't know, but keep texting us, please. Oh, you do, <laughs> Cathy, you know, go out to your car and enter from there. You can't be entering live in studio. You can't be like that, like, not at this stage. I thought Father Ted was last weekend. Galway Talks, in association with Tesco. Click and collect allows you to collect your order whenever suits you. Now I have uh, three people in front of me uh, today. Joanna Kluski got through security again today uh, from Mum's Talk to McHugh, who's a regular to the programme. Haven't seen her in a while. And Louise Creevy, uh, Sharky, who's president of Business and Professional uh, Women's Club. Uh, Louise, I'm going to go to you first off uh, today. Today's a very special day, isn't it? It is. It's a very special day for women. And I think as president for BPW Galway, it's a great time for us to talk about what we do and what the support we give to women. And for BPW, for me, I think... It's about collaboration, working together, making sure that our environment is safe for women and really supporting what we do. So BPW Galway, we're a local, a national and an international organisation. And what we like to do is collaboration. Collaboration is the theme I have this year for BPW Galway. Mm -hmm. And we're collaborating with a number of different groups, both locally, nationally and internationally. The biggest one we have is on Monday, we're launching our BPW Together programme, which is working with business and professional women together, both from a horrible situation of the Ukrainian war. And we're looking at professional women from the Ukraine who have ended up in Galway through no fault of their own. And at our general meeting on Monday, we're going to collaborate together. We're going to share ideas. We're going to support each other. And what's and brilliant about us yeah. in Galway is we've got a, a huge network of women from different aspects of business that we can help support each other. And the hand of friendship out to them then. Absolutely, the, yeah, absolutely. Which is vitally important. Deirdre, um, again, yourself, I mean, you've you've been at the call for a long time. Absolutely. Uh, 23 years now, Keith, a member of BPW, got in through the uh, business run competition. Yeah, I was, yeah. Just gone, gone for, yeah. Yeah, just out of nappies, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, brought in by fabulous women, uh, supported, like BPW has been a fantastic organisation, as, as Louis has pointed out um, very good to the people of Galway uh, we had the co-founders we had Breda Ryan the late Breda Ryan mm-hmm. uh, we had Mary Bennett we had Nancy Cohn the late Nancy Cohn fantastic women who, who mentored um, you know there was this uh, thought or, or a perception in the past that it was the ladies who lunch you know that BPW no. anything but uh, BPW is 
about and the ethos is to share, educate and have a voice and, and BPW do it well. BPW do it exceptionally well. Uh, we punch way above our weight. We have uh, we have our uh, Carmen Tahani who is the first and only go- Irish person to be on the European board of BPW. Uh, so has done has done incredibly well. We have Myra McMahon who is a national president. Uh, we uh, so so we have had absolutely um, fantastic. Um, it's been fantastic. So in actual fact, you know, International Women's Day, BPW has been has been uh, celebrating and to the forefront of yeah, it. Yeah. We're an, an UN. It, we're an NGO uh, organization. Uh, we've supported and and it's great to hear Louise talking about collaboration and 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 the new ideas and the new blood that's, that's been brought into BPW with through the Ukrainian project. That's the Monday month. then, isn't it? That's Louise? Monday the thirteenth. And do you have to be a member of BPW to go? Yes, you do. That? You need to be a member of BPW. It's our oh. general meeting and it's a collaboration and for our can, members. How can you get? Uh, how can you become a member? If you contact us through uh, BPW Galway, either by Facebook or just simply through our website, we can you can get in mm. touch with us, and uh, there's no problem. Then yes. we will send you the details. Stay with you. I want to go to Joanna Kluski because the time just keeps running on me here. Joanna, good to see you again. Good morning, uh, Keith. How are you? Thanks for having me back. M- Mum's talk as well today. Yes. It's good to be with so many like-minded people. Yeah, it's gorgeous to meet the women today, and I suppose I I, I see the other side of things. Um, I'm a teacher, job share, but I see the gorgeous children from the Ukraine. Um, I have a couple of boys in my class at the moment, and actually I have to shout out to my school school Carissa for giving me the time off this morning because I'm supposed to be at school today. Um, but those Excuse collaborations. Me, you're supposed to be at school today. Yes, and I have to go straight from here, straight into That's the classroom. Okay. Yeah. Uh, where, where's that school based? That is um, Newcastle Road. Oh, I know it well. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're quite across from the hospital. So my boss, who was a man, said, I better let you come in today. I better not say no. So. <laughs> that's, the old present, that's the presentation. Yes, that's yeah. the presentation school. Yeah. 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 So, so, you, so you see it at the cold face, what BPW does. Absolutely. Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I see the lovely mums coming in the morning and um, they just hold it together so well. And they kind of said, Ireland is home now. So it's, it's lovely to see and lovely to hear that collab. Sounds amazing. Mm. Um, but yes, we had a gorgeous event on Monday um, in the G Hotel. It was a sellout. So we had 50 moms there with their babies at Mum Talks. There was some babies two weeks old. Um, and well, it was you're gorgeous. Not the children were all talking at that time. <laughs> no, <laughs> but you know what? No one knew. It could be them, possible. Yeah. <laughs> That's a different show. Um, but it was a gorgeous morning. We were talking health and fitness. Um, we had Anna Hostie was talking about her fertility journey. Um, and we had Lisa from Baby Sensory. So it was just a really, I think when you bring a group of women together in a room like that and a group of moms um, there's a magic in the room that and it's just it was such it's such a special morning and I think Galway needed something like that um, I think the moms need something like that something to come together um, and then I can slip it in nicely there that in helping moms I have a personal styling and a personal shopping business um, stop there now. okay yeah what, what's, it, what's, it, what's it called very quickly because I've got to use uh, Style by Joanna Klusky you can it. find me on Instagram yeah, or Style by Joe is there any plug you want to get in? in yeah, 14 I, seconds? I, I think we, 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 we should promote again because it's International Women's Day. We had our candle lighting ceremony uh, a few weeks ago yeah. and we had third generation businesswomen, the Stondoon girls, Cara, Cleena, um, uh, and Lara, yeah. and third generation women. And, you know, what they're doing is the ethos of BPW. Yeah. They're actually uh, promoting Irish designers, Irish businesses, and promoting, and, and, I, and I think, you know, that's the, what BPW do well. That's 
we, women do well we promote and support each other maybe come into us after Monday if you don't mind and let us know you get on would you please thank you all for joining Thanks, us uh, today Thanks, Joanna so and uh, Deirdre thank you for joining us and also indeed Madam President uh, Louise thank you for joining us uh, we'll find out how that meeting goes on Monday a little later than I should be let's head towards news Galway Talks in association with Tesco find our award winning Irish ranges in store and online at tesco.ie